I don't know. I didn't put it on there. Um, no? But we did try it on earlier this week, just in case. And uh, it didn't fit me, unfortunately. I, I was told that you can adjust the head straps, but it doesn't really work very well. So. What do you think? Is that nice? Is that, is that a good look? Yeah? Yeah. Oh, the photo didn't quite, quite come out. That's, that's a shame, isn't it? Oh, did it come out? Oh, it did come out. Oh, great. We needed some leadership shots for the website anyway, so that's, that's that sorted. Wasn't that fabulous? Really good. I need some, I'm going to need some help from some of the uh, young people and children that were involved in that. Because we, we were talking about um, just the kind of the, looking at the stars that we had here. Jonathan Cross and the others. What an, amazing, uh, what an amazing morning we've had. But I wanted to find out if we've met anybody famous. Obi, can you put the uh, PowerPoint up, please? Is anybody, children, young people, can you help me? Can we have some of these shepherds? Because you're amazing. Shepherds, come up here, please. Okay, because I think there's enough of you as well, nearly. Uh, far, can I have a couple of you go to this side. I want you to talk to as many people as you can and find out. There we go. Two for, two for this side, two for this block, and two for that side. I want you to go down either side and try and find out if anybody's met anybody famous. Is that okay? So a star. We want some real stars. So folk be thinking if you've met any stars and tell them as they come to the end. We're going to see who's got the most famous star out of the people here. So two of you to that side. Off you go. One. And then two of you in the middle block and two of you over to this side. Go and meet some people and tell us if they've met any stars. Okay? Have to ask. Have to talk to them. Oh, hang on. You've got two on the wrong side. This side. This side. This side. You're here. You're in the middle. Okay. One either. You go to... Are you okay to ask? You go along and ask. They'll, they'll tell you. You go this way. I'll get you around this side. There you go. You down this side. Oh, wonderful. You go down here. Go down here. Okay. If you've got a, f- a star that you've met, tell the shepherds they're coming to find out. Stick your hand up and they'll come to you. There we go. Hopefully. Oh. You've got some hands up at the back, shepherds, as well. Okay. Okay. How are we doing? Just another minute. There's still some hands up right back on this side. Okay. We're just going to count down. Shepherds, if you could come back to the front and remember who you've been listening about. Shepherds, okay. Now, the deal is, shepherds, that you have to know who these people are. Okay, so if you haven't got a clue who they are, they're not famous. All right? So I reckon, because we've got some younger ones here, I reckon that I've, I've picked a couple just in case, and I've got their pictures on here, just in case any of you have met these people. Um, but I need a microphone, don't I? So you've got to know who these famous people are. Ready? So we're going to start at this end. You tell me the most famous person. You, think you can have a little chat about it if that's what you want, and you can have a little chat as well. You can have a little chat as well and, and tell us the most star-like person that these wonderful people have met. Okay. Are you ready? Queen or the Rock? The, uh, the Queen or the Rock? Yeah. Uh, we decided to, he decided to do two. That's, a, that's okay. That's all right. I'm happy with two. 
Uh, I think it's Elvis Presley's um, step brother. Am I correct? <laughs> Am I correct? Have, hang on, hang on. Have you heard of Elvis Presley's step brother? Well, somebody's just said I've met him. Have you? Uh, You've met him? No, 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 oh. no, no. Somebody just said that. Oh, this is comedy gold. Um, okay, so. The Queen. Somebody on this side's met the Queen. Is that right? And a rock. <laughs> Did I? I've met the Queen. You've met the Queen. You've met the Queen. Well, not in person. I just saw her in the car. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Not just not just seeing people going past. We've got to have people. That... So somebody on this side has met a rock. Wonderful. <laughs> the Rock. Sorry, the Rock. What have I missed? The Rock. Sorry. He's a film star. Oh, I do apologise. The Rock. Great. And on this side, this middle block, who's the most famous Kelly person? Kelly Holmes. Kelly Holmes. Anybody heard of Kelly Holmes? Okay, was that the right one? Is that the one you were going for as well? Yeah. Okay, and on this side over here, the most famous... Kelly Holmes. Kelly Holmes. Someone else has met Kelly Holmes on this side. She's obviously popular. The Queen. The, hang on. Queen. The Queen. Now, was this just in a car, waving at the window? Uh, no, I don't know. Don't know. Doreen? Have you, have you met the Queen? I was sitting next to uh, Yeah, I know, I have. I personally met the Queen. Oh, there we go. She's met the Queen. <laughs> Katie, have you met the Queen as well? My dad has. Oh, your dad's met the Queen. Oh, he's not sitting here, so it doesn't quite count, unfortunately. Round of applause for our shepherds, please. Well done. Go and sit down. Thank you. Now, I wasn't sure who we'd have, but I reckon somebody might have met Peppa Pig. Um, I wasn't sure, but Peppa Pig's pretty famous. And the other one I reckoned was the Queen, possibly, that somebody had met the Queen. And, and just in case you weren't sure who that was, I've chosen a picture with a hat on. So you can actually just tell exactly who it is um, in case you're not quite sure. Thank you for that. So we're looking today for the biggest star of all. And I want to just go back a little bit through the story that we've had just to help us with this. And I found a picture that I quite liked of a nativity scene. And I'm going to run through these quite quickly, but just to talk them through with us. Because we had the wise men. Just give me a wave if you're a wise man. Isn't that wonderful? They were fabulous. The, uh, our, our music video was absolutely brilliant, wasn't it? Absolutely brilliant. So all of those involved in that, so good. So in the Bible, we read the story of the wise men. And there's a bit of a problem around this, because these stars that we're looking at, because we sing a song, we three kings of Orient are. Now, the slight problem is that when we read about it in the Bible, we don't read about the fact that there were three of them, or that they were kings, or that they were from the Orient. The Bible doesn't say any of those things. Sorry to ruin a carol for you. Um, And actually, it says wise men here, but actually, again, the word in the Bible that is used is magi. So we talk about the wise men or the three kings, but there may not have been three of them, and they probably weren't from the Orient. They were from the East somewhere, and we realize that they were magi. And this is like early astronomers, uh, scientists. They were people who studied a lot, and that's who we're talking about. And they came to see Herod. And um, interestingly, there was another group that came about AD 70, so about 70 years later, who did the same thing. Another group of magi came to see Herod. Uh, Caesar at the time, Nero, who was the, the ruler of the Roman Empire. So this is kind of an occasional occurrence, but I just want to check these stars that we had, these celebrities, have we ever heard of them since? And the answer is actually no, we haven't. In the biblical record, there's no mention of the wise men after this occasion. 
So who's next? The shepherds. And now I couldn't find, you'll notice that there, are, there actually isn't a picture of the shepherds in my little picture here. And I, shepherds, I do apologize because you were fabulous. So I found a picture of some particularly scrub, grubby looking shepherds uh, and I put them up and an angel um, as well. Again, amazing. Now the angels obviously minister in the presence of God. We hear about them from time to time. So they're a little bit unusual. And people's reaction when an angel appears is often quite shocked. People go, you know, they're, they're staggered when an angel comes. Uh, but they're actually not the point of the whole story. They're not the star. They're pointing towards the one who is coming. And the shepherds, uh, they're amazing. Shepherds, not our bunch, because our bunch are brilliant. But shepherds in the biblical story would have been kind of not really trusted very much. They were a group of people living out on the hillsides and, and out of the way and, and, and away from home for a long period of time. And they were kind of a bit, not only a bit dirty and smelly, but not the kind of people you'd trust necessarily. They had a bit of a bad reputation. The kind of folk that you might not leave stuff outside your house in case the shepherds would come and pinch it. You know, that sort of group of people. Uh, and yet the angel appeared to this group of people. And it was this group of people who were sent to be the first ones to tell of the glory of what they'd seen. They were chosen as the first missionaries, if you like. So who else did we have in the story up on stage with Jonathan Cross? Who have I missed? The advisors and King Herod. I think they're coming in a minute. I think I've got them. Who else was there? Let me just see if this is working. Mary and Joseph. How could we forget Mary? Mary and Joseph. Wonderful, as ever. Now, Mary's on a donkey in this picture. Well, a cardboard donkey. And uh, Joseph's next to a cardboard cow for some reason. Um, we don't know that there was a donkey in the story uh, or a cow for that, reason, for that matter. Um, but Mary and Joseph, wonderful people. Joseph we don't hear very much of after this. Uh, he, kind of, he makes an appearance when Jesus is 12 and we read about him. And Mary is with Jesus on and off throughout his earthly life. There at his death, uh, around after the resurrection. So we do hear a little bit about Mary. But after that, even Mary, the story goes a little bit quiet. After that point, it's believed that Joseph may have died when, Je when uh, Jesus was around 12 or just after that. We don't really know. But the story on him goes quiet and on Mary it goes quiet. So they were really important people to us and important in this story. But in terms of global stardom, it all goes quiet, really, after a few years. So who else do we have? We had Herod. Now again, Herod wasn't in my picture and he's not generally in pictures in the nativity scene. You'll notice that... Herod doesn't feature much on Christmas cards. There's a good reason for that. Because Herod the Great, what a wonderful title to give yourself. Herod the Great was amazing. He uh, organized for building work to happen. He built the temple or arranged for the building of the temple in Jerusalem. He built the city of Samaria. An amazing man in terms of building and construction, but a terrible man in terms of his own character. The story in the Bible tells us that uh, around this time, Herod is so incensed about the, the, the threat to his throne from another king that he arranges for the children to be killed in Bethlehem. I know. All the children under two, he arranges for them to be killed. Um, and that kind of thing runs in the family a little bit. Um, he has a son called Herod Antipas, who on his birthday ends up chopping off John the Baptist's head in a birthday party. He has another, he has a grandson who's also known as Herod because it's a title, not a name. And he's a persecutor of the early church. And so Herod the Great is the one who kills the children in Bethlehem. Uh, Herod, his son, 
is the one who chops off John the Baptist's head, and Herod's grandson is the one who persecutes the early church. It's kind of runs in the family a bit. It's not great people to hang out with. They're not the kind of people that you'd have as friends on Facebook. Because if you unfriended them, they'd probably kill you. They're not the kind of people to have us take a selfie with. Because as you're taking the selfie, you're probably getting stabbed in the back. Not nice people. Herod. So, who else then? In the story, well, the Bible tells us this. It says, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came from Jerusalem and asked, where's the one who's been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. We're looking for the star today. Now, this passage tells us that Jesus, who I'm going to say is the most important, and you, you were ahead of me on that one, Jesus actually had a star. He's got a star that rises to show where he's going to be born, and it's Jesus' star. That's so cool. Children, young people, adults, how many of us, when we were born, had a star that was specially dispatched to mark the place of our birth? Isn't that amazing? To think that there was a star that was sent or that aligned with the birth of Jesus. What an amazing fact to have. Jesus was a different kind of star to Herod. Now, where's Herod gone? Now, Herod from the play. Herod, can I borrow you for a moment? You were absolutely fabulous. Round of applause for Herod. Come on up and join me. It's, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, not as Herod, but as you. You were amazing. Uh, Jesus, who we left in, excuse me, we left in a little manger over here. This isn't really Jesus. So it's okay that Mary was fiddling with the eyelashes during the... That was okay, because it's not really Jesus. Jesus is a very different kind of star, if you like, from Herod. Herod had lots of wealth and finery. As you can see from this ermine-trimmed polyester um, <laughs> cape that he's wearing, she's wearing. Um, and, and Jesus had not very much wealth. Naturally speaking, his, through his ministry, through his adult ministry, he was supported by people who donated and supplied and he had places to stay and food to eat and enough to give away. But he wasn't rich in terms of things of the world. Herod had all sorts of political power. At the click of his fingers, he could dispatch people to go and run errands for him or, or cause trouble somewhere. Jesus had no political power while he was on earth. Herod uh, needed perhaps to be seen. And to be with other famous people. Often stars and famous people love hanging out with other famous people. I can't imagine Herod here wanting to hang out with ordinary people. Like the slightly scruffy shepherds that we didn't have but would have been there in the Bible times. I can't imagine Herod wanting to hang out with all sorts of ordinary people like us. And Jesus spent his whole life hanging out with ordinary people like you and like me. Jesus was very different from Herod and lots of other stars. Lots of stars make an effort to look their finest all the time. And in Isaiah, it tells us about Jesus that there was nothing in his appearance to attract us to him. But yet, the greatest star of all. Uh, some celebrities, I don't think Herod did this, some celebrities release a fragrance line, don't they? Have you noticed this? Celebrity fragrances. Jesus never released a fragrance line. He, he never had a clothing brand. Uh, he never wrote a book. He, he never starred in a film. To be fair, I don't think Herod did either. 
I don't think Herod had a fragrance line or released a clothing line, but a lot of celebrities and stars these days do. You might want to make the link, if you particularly want to, to say that, well, Jesus never released a fragrance but had some poured on him before his death. He, He never released a clothing line but did have people gambling for his garments. He never wrote a book but he featured in the most popular one in the world. He never starred in a film, but actually the Jesus film that's been shown has been released in one and a half thousand languages and it's believed to be the most popular film of all time. Over two billion people allegedly have seen it since 1979 when it, was, when it came out. Star Wars, great apparently, but the Jesus film has been seen by millions and millions and millions of people more than that. That's our Jesus. Jesus, when Jesus never had a social media presence. To be fair, Herod didn't either. And uh, if you're on Instagram, apparently the most followed person is Selena Gomez. If you're on Twitter, apparently the most followed person is Katy Perry. No, some of you, some of you sh- look shocked by that. Figure. You thought it was you. It isn't. There's some others. Uh, but these people have millions of followers, but Jesus has billions of people still following him around the world today. So who's the star? Herod, you are wonderful, but I'm going to ask you to leave just for a moment. Thank you. Who's the star? Well, I found myself profoundly moved, and I didn't expect this, when Dollar, sorry, Jonathan Cross and others knelt down. I don't know if you noticed that right at the end, but they paused and they knelt down, and suddenly I found myself profoundly moved. This is a, a bit of wood with um, a plastic baby in. But yet, there was something of the significance of what happened in that first Christmas that touched my heart. As they bowed the knee, symbolically bowing before the King of Kings, the greatest star of all. And the Bible tells us that the one who came, Jesus, wasn't the star in celebrity terms like we have today. But he tells us that he lit up the world. The stars and the celebrities we have today, they're they're great. And if you've met some, enjoy that moment. Live in the kind of the afterglow of that. It's quite good fun, isn't it? But they're just ordinary people. And they don't actually make any real difference to our lives. But Jesus, on the other hand, is the, the one that lights up the world. It's the one who illuminates all those other people. They ha- once the cameras have stopped flashing uh, and the lights have dimmed, they're just ordinary people like you and me. But the Bible tells us that Jesus is the light of the world. He's the one that illuminates in the darkness. He's the one that lights up the darkest place. He's the one that's still today around the world in the back alleys, in the difficult places where there's poverty and brokenness and brokenheartedness. Jesus' light is transforming lives. Why? Because he's not just the star of a show, as great as that is. He's not just the star of a talk, but he's the light that shines through brokenness, through difficulty, through disappointment, and he continues shining the light of God's grace. Today, my encouragement to all of us is that we follow the star. The star that gives the light of life. The star that gives direction at night. The Bible speaks of Jesus being the radiance of God's glory. I believe we've got a choice today. You see, there's a choice to live in the shadows. There's a choice to live in the dark. There's a choice to hide. 
And people, when they were meeting Jesus, if they lived a double life, they did this. They hid, they ran away, they didn't want to come into the light. But there were hundreds and thousands of people who came and said, Jesus, I need you. I don't want to hide in the dark anymore. I don't want to live two lives, one for public, one for private. I don't want a Facebook profile and an Instagram feed and all the rest of it that tells one thing, but actually my life is something else. I want to just be me. And I want to come into your kingdom and be accepted by you and be loved by you. And today, my encouragement is this Christmas can be different for each one of us. Whether we have been Christians for years or whether we've never said yes to Jesus, this year we can say, Jesus, I want your light to illuminate my entire Christmas. Some of us are going to be excited this year because we're meeting with friends or family. Some are going to be excited because of favorite films on TV or you're going to the cinema. Some might be excited because of all sorts of stuff that's happening. But in the middle of all of that, my prayer for each one of us is that we might see the light of God filling our homes and filling our lives. Today, if you've got a sense that there's a part of your heart that's dark, there's a part of your life that's dark that you don't want anybody to see, that you're ashamed of it, there's some stuff that actually you'd rather just keep hidden away. God knows all of it, and his encouragement is to bring it and bring yourself into his light and to let his light fill your life and fill your home. So finally, a blessing this Christmas. If you want to, you can know God's light filling your life. If for a while you've walked with him, but actually things have gone a bit dim and a bit dark and you've got caught up with other things, my prayer for you is that you'd know him filling your life again. So a blessing. May you know the light of Jesus in the heart of your life, in the heart of your home, this Christmas. Amen.